Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy March and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our March heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for a Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is live at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. The theme for March is Celebrating Women's History Month a conversation about life, love, and laughter. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO, of your family. So please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show this morning, my guest for today is Holly Dickinson. Holly is a thought leader, light worker, and author of multiple books. She's a mass influencer with 8 million followers on social media. Holly is the mother of four children who are now grown adults. She has been a facilitator for many organizations as an outdoor education trainer and a master trainer for Leave No Trace Outdoor Ethics. For 22 years, Holly guided hundreds of girls as a troop leader in the Girl Scouts and received several awards. She received the highest adult honor award from the Boy Scouts of America. Holly is also a certified laughter leader. Her message as a joyful guide is about creating joy in our life. Her passion for writing also includes creating positive quotes to motivate her followers. Her book, The Voyage, Find the Beautiful Gem of My Being is an inspirational story about seeing things from a different perspective. The book offers wisdom from a fictional setting with real-life learned lessons illuminating how each of us may find and recognize our beautiful gem within our many personal voyages of life. Holly's 30-Day Gratitude Joy Pocket Journal and 30-Day Daily Self-Care Accountability Logbook are designed to help and facilitate everyone in their journey to living their best life every day. Holly is also one of our featured expert contributors to our February's Inspiration for Better Living magazine. Please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com to read her inspiring and empowering story. Nurturing our families should include nurturing ourselves in the Mama's Me Time section. As for our kitchen table conversation this morning, Holly and I will be talking about her remarkable life's journey and her inspiring view on women empowerment as we celebrate Women's History Month and International Women's Day. Happy Wednesday, Holly, and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? Hello, 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 Johnny. Thanks for having me on. This is fun. (laughs) <laughs> Fantastic. Wonderful. It is a pleasure to have you with me this morning. I'm excited to learn more about your voyage in becoming the empowered woman you are today. Ah, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Let us start by getting to know you a little bit better. Please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. And by the way, we do have the whole hour here, okay? <laughs> Okay, 
So don't uh, rush it, right? <laughs> All right. Well, trying to get everything from childhood to now, that's, I'll try and brief that. <laughs> Sounds really right, good. Here we Sounds go. Sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so I am number six of seven children. I am the youngest daughter. Many parts of my childhood were extremely traumatic including but not limited to um, an alcoholic parent and domestic violence, forced poverty and neglect by a narcissist parent. Um, My mother did everything possible to keep us children safe from the violence. Eventually, she left him for our safety. Mother did everything possible then as a single parent of seven kids to give us a decent life. Life was beyond hard, beyond hard. Um, many parts of my child were happy, childhood were happy though. I created my own joy for myself in the midst of the war zone and the dysfunction, uh, through creativity and my imagination. Um, I was raised in a fundamentalist strict religion. My early teen years, father was murdered never knew how to process the grief until the last six years. Um, So that's a lifetime of keeping that grief within me. uh, Father's murder avalanched new trauma um, with a teacher molesting me and then date rape. Did not know how to process any of all this trauma, so I buried it all until six years ago. Again, living a lifetime with all that sadness and grief and um, a lot of CPTSD. The good parts of my childhood were uh, family camping trips, road trips to see grandparents in another state, uh, my imaginary world with my hundreds of dolls, um, swimming at the public pool, nature, sewing with mom, and the fun sewing lessons she would give me and the creation with fashion with her. Um, I also enjoyed, in high school, I enjoyed um, downhill skiing, fashion in college, scuba um, with our kids. Let's see, I jumped too fast, okay. I met a young man, (laughs) met a young man that had very similar qualities to my grandfather. My grandfather was the only man I looked up to or trusted because Mm -hmm. of all the trauma that happened throughout my life from men, right? So Mm -hmm. my grandfather was literally the only positive uh, man that I trusted. I mean, I saw a lot of men, you know, at church and everything, but my grandfather was the only one that I wanted. I wanted someone, I wanted to marry someone just like my grandpa. So I married this guy I met that reminded me of my grandpa. I fell in love with him. And then we agreed we wanted a family. So I, and we agreed together that I was going to put the rest of my college on hold and my career on hold, and we began our family. We discussed how we wanted to raise our family, and we wanted to have a kind, loving, and accepting environment. And just a very close-knit family. Uh, We wanted to be there and be completely involved in our children's lives and give them as much love as possible. Um, Both of our families, we 
we had love, but we wanted to provide love in a whole whole different way to our children. Our adult kids are still very close to us, and we love hanging out with them, and they love hanging out with us. Uh, we chose to raise our, our kids in the scouting environment because of all the values and skills that that environment provided. Uh, we involved in ourselves, we involved ourselves as leaders, and so we were directly involved. We also raised our family in the same religious environment we were raised in for that God foundation. Um, we finished raising our kids, and um, all the buried trauma finally erupted from me just six years ago, um, or it was actually like nine years ago, but that was just the beginning. Um, I retired from all my volunteer leadership positions eventually in six organizations that I was involved in. I finally hired a trauma doctor that was trained in CPTSD and PTSD and trauma work and worked with him for five years, healing the trauma, learning to love myself, and stepping into my personal power that trauma takes away from you and and um, toxic, you know, all the toxic kind of um, relationships that I had growing up. I found, eventually I found a social media mentor within all this happening. I found a social media mentor and worked with her for several years. And then we parted ways. And then I branched out and started shifting my energy. When things started changing for me and I started going through this metamorphosis, um, I redefined myself and it magnetized millions of followers to me. It was literally like just a miracle that happened. In my adult life, I've enjoyed um, training adults, um, scouting with hundreds of kids. I've enjoyed taking them on adventure trips, and I've even done some global trips to India and then Africa for some humanitarian work with my daughter and a humanitarian group. So there's been a lot of great parts of my life, and there's mm-hmm. been a lot of traumatic parts of my life. And that pretty much sums it up in just a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being very candid about your life. We all go through our journey. You know, everybody walks their own walk, so to speak. It's really wonderful for you to share those things because I think the most important thing that I gather from all that is that I can be down, but I'm not out. I can only step up again and start all over. And that's what you did. And I think that's a very powerful thing. And this has got nothing to do whether you're a woman or a man. It's just that's it. We have to have that energy to, hey, I'm down, but I'm not out. And especially, of course, in this situation, we're talking about you being empowered yourself and finding the right people that comes into your life at different times, that is to give you that wonderful, beautiful dosage of empowerment that led you to be who you are today. So that's a beautiful story from your end. Thank you. Let's go back to some of the things that you talked about. I wanted to ask you this. As we go through the process, right, we go through the journey and so forth, do you feel like the significant things, challenges that you face as an individual, 
are they pretty much the same as you face as a mother, or is it like totally two separate issues? I'm a mother, I'm in good shape, I can handle it, and then here I'm as a person that I'm on this different track that nobody knows. Can you share a little bit more light about that? I pretty much buried everything and mm-hmm. just went in full mother mode, right? Mm-hmm. I just, like, I didn't, I wasn't even capable of thinking of myself when I was totally absorbed in my family. I literally went full, full on mother role. And so there was no me about that. I literally forgot about myself. And that was my downfall. And that's what I hope that by the end of this, people will get from this story that you can't do that. You you have to be a part of the equation because I left myself out. Yeah. Well, you intended um, to do something right because you're trying to align your personal boat in terms of going through the process. Well, if I focus myself on the kids and family, I'm hoping that this all will go away, but it really didn't. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I, you know, and, and that's true. You know, I just, I just, once I got married, I'm like, okay, all right, new direction. I'm out of trauma environment. Okay. Now I'm married and this, I'm going to make this amazing, happy life. And, and so that's what my husband and I worked on, you know, is just creating Mm -hmm. that beautiful, loving environment. And, I never dealt with anything that happened before I got married, right? I literally, mm-hmm. I didn't know how. I literally didn't know how. So, yeah, I just moved forward and went into full mother mode, and it just kind of happens. And I didn't know any different. I didn't know to, you know, that I could get help. I didn't know. I I literally was, you know, doing the best I could with all the the trauma I was living with, you know, and yeah. And then just knew what I, what my husband and I had goals and what we wanted our family life to look like. And I just went full forward on that vision. Right. Yeah. To a certain extent that is powerful because in the sense that it helps you for lack of a better term, you bought some time because when you focus on others, you're in the loving mode and it draws the love out of you. And that's where you, I understand, was coined as the energizer bunny <laughs> by people uh, because yes. you were so into things. And so that helps because that gave you the energy that you needed. True, true. It gave me uh, um, an extreme purpose and an extreme mm-hmm. vision. Yes, that that's definitely true. Definitely true. Very, very interesting. So when you look back, your superwoman's approach to life, how did that address the other insecurity? Did it help to contribute for you to come out later in terms of, you know what, I can do this. I did this for others. Now it's time for me to do it for myself. For lack of a better term is that you morph from the lava to the beautiful butterfly that occurred in your life. Well, I think the superwoman approach was actually quite possibly on a very deep psychological level mm-hmm. was probably addressing some personal insecurities, but it was mm-hmm. the only way I knew knew to exist. The hero, the martyr, self-sacrificing, yeah. perfectionism, right. um, and that was all ingrained in me. 
from the trauma environment and the community environment I was raised in um, that I thought I had to save others because nobody saved me kind of mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. So I became that superwoman to not just my family, but also to the scouting environment, you know, the, the, yeah. the kids in scouting and, you know, um, right. yeah, I just took on that, that role. Um, yeah. Sometimes instead of looking in the mirror at us, we're looking at others and then we forget ourselves. It's that indirect empowerment that you went through during that process. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it because this is the interesting part because what I gather is that instead of self-isolation, I'm out with the people, quote unquote. You know what I'm talking about? So when I'm looking at others, fortunate you because you have your family and the Girl Scouts and Needless to say, I'm sure the other organizations that you're involved with. So they drew the natural you out of you. (laughs) This is very true. Yes, they definitely did. Those uh, several of those environments I was Mm -hmm. able to be myself in. And, And that was one of the draws to several of those organizations is that I was in those environments, I was able to be my true self, my mm-hmm. my creative, my adventurous self, my, you know, where in other organizations I couldn't and I was, you know, suppressed, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Very, very interesting. So when did the concept for the Joyful Guide come to be? Um, during my metamorphosis process, I've pretty much been on this quest for joy my whole life. Mm-hmm. That has been literally like my life mission. So because of all the trauma that I came from, I knew that there had to be joy out there. And so I wasn't, even though I was always looking for it, I guess I thought it was supposed to be something else. I was, I remember having joy during, you know, some joy during those parts but I wasn't focusing on the joy, right? I didn't understand Mm -hmm. that back then, okay? I didn't understand that until, say, three and a half years ago, right, Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. changing my perspective. And so I literally was just on that quest for joy. And when I learned where my truest joy emerged from, I knew I wanted to be that guide for others to help them find and create their own joy. So Mm -hmm. once I found and understood my joy and what joy looked like and, and that I'm creating my own joy and, and, and it also depends on what my focus is, whether I'm going to see that joy or not. It also depends on whether I'm healing old wounds so I can actually feel the joy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, then once I was able to get beyond that, I was able to say, hey, I want, I mean, what a journey. So I want to be able to turn around and help other people to learn where their joy is, help them understand what it takes, help them create their own joy in their own life and help them focus on their joy. That's beautiful because what's interesting is that you contribute to someone else's joy without knowingly (laughs) that drew that feeling of, wait a minute now, I can experience the same thing and allowing others to contribute to your joy in some ways. And then 
it brings that, for lack of a better term, that shyness, the intimate kid within you, the intimate child. You know what I'm talking about, where each and every one of us yes. have the inner child out to play. Yeah, yeah, yes. It definitely, not only when I'm helping others to create their joy or see their joy, mm-hmm. and when, I, when I'm able to help them with that, yes, it definitely adds to my joy. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that would happen, but it does. And when, so I do these uh, weekly broadcasts to a global, a global family is what I call them, right? When mm-hmm. they're on, I say, hey, we have our global <laughs> family here with us today, just so they feel that, that love and connection to me. So, right. you know, I mean, I may reach 5,000, I may reach 25,000, I may reach 45,000 or 100,000. It all depends on what Facebook allows to get through, really. Yeah. But the yeah. point is, you know, in one broadcast, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but the point is, no matter, they're all global, which is so precious. And right, so right. I just tell them, we are all one. We are, you are my family. And, mm-hmm. and when they're commenting, just to see that they love seeing me there every week. They love me being a part of their world. That also brings me joy, right? And mm-hmm. then to see their comments of how I'm helping them or how I've helped them through stuff, um, wow, can you imagine? That just really touches <laughs> me so deeply. And then I realize, whoa, I really am I really am touching people, right? Because maybe one mm-hmm. week you're down, you're like, oh, this isn't really doing any good. And then somebody writes a really comment, a really cool comment, like, oh, you've changed my life. And I'm like, okay, I'm where I should be. All right, stop that thinking, right? I'm right <laughs> where I should be. I'm doing exactly what my soul is guiding me to do. I'm living right. up to my higher calling, right? right? So that is very precious to me. And yeah, so their joy is my joy. It's really awesome. So you kind of discover the beautiful gem within you by accident, by helping other people. That's definitely, definitely one way that I discovered the gems, you know, mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. me. But, but I also, in my search for joy, mm-hmm. I discovered my joy when I discovered how to love myself. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. gem is is really myself. It's learning mm-hmm. to love and accept myself completely. It's learning to validate myself completely. It's learning to love that precious me. I am mm-hmm. the gem, right? Mm-hmm. We are all each our own gem. So it was in that whole life process that of all the the hills and valleys and crevices and and you know, the trauma, the the good points, all of it combined, you know, um, mm-hmm. just, it wasn't just about learning to help other people, but it was also discovering my, because when you come from trauma, there's almost like there's no self. Like you, you're just uh, not attached to yourself. So, So in this process, I learned to reattach myself to who I Mm -hmm. really am and learning to love that precious me. So when we can do that, we start discovering 
And maybe those things, those all those other things were already there. Yeah, I was already helping people throughout my whole life and did bring me joy and everything. But until I was truly connected with myself, it it showed me a whole new level of joy. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You start to recognize like, yes. wait, wow, before you didn't have time for yourself because it was wonderful exactly. when you get up. It's all about everybody else, family. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> exactly. And exactly. You I don't have, have no to think time about to think me. Of there you go. Right. There you go. And then slowly you realize that, hmm, it's pretty good because that process, it's like working out and didn't even realize you're building the muscles that you need, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that I totally get that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. It's very interesting. I, I do very want nice. people to know, though. I do want people to know, though, that it's not healthy to 100% forget about you, that you really need to include yourself with the self-care every day. That's mm-hmm. so crucial so that you right. don't have this monumental meltdown. You don't have this huge life collapse. You don't erupt like a volcano. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because that, that's pretty painful. Yes. Situations dictate that, ironically, like I say, because what happened was as you walk through the journey of motherhood, you were able to unintentionally or intentionally, skillfully deflect that because like, it's not about me, it's about them. So I have to be in good shape, technically speaking, without doing a lot of thinking for myself, but it's about them. So I'm contributing. But eventually that sort of a powerful empowerment to others rebounded back to you. I think that's what happened here. Yes, yes, yeah. All of a sudden, the kids are raised, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. whoa, there's me. <laughs> and, oh, what about me? And, oh, my gosh, there's a lot going on here that I never uh, realized, right? Right. But yeah. the timing is right, though, Holly, because you were not ready, say, 20 years ago, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, because now at this moment in time or nine years ago, the timing was perfect because all I have is me. I agree. I I do believe everything happens in the right timing. Mm-hmm. I I believe that with all my heart. Um, it definitely it, it's it's real, right? It, it's a mm-hmm. real thing. I wasn't <laughs> ready before, and yeah. so it did happen in the right timing. Fantastic. Yeah. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. I'm Johnny Tan, your host. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Teachers Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixlop, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspiration for Better Living digital magazine at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. March theme is Celebrating Women's History Month a conversation about life, love, and laughter. My guest for today is Holly Dickinson. She's a thought leader, light worker, and author of multiple books. She's a mass influencer with 8 million followers on social media. Holly is a mother of four children who are now grown adults. She has been a facilitator for many organizations as an outdoor education trainer and a master trainer for Leave No Trace Outdoor Ethics. For 22 years, Holly guided hundreds of girls as a troop leader in the Girl Scouts and received several awards. She received the highest adult honor awards from the Boy Scouts of America. She's also a certified laughter leader 
her message as a joyful guide is about creating joy in our life. Holly's passion for writing also includes creating positive quotes to motivate her followers. Her book, The Voyage, Finding the Beautiful Gem of My Being, is an inspirational story about seeing things from a different perspective. The book offers wisdom from a fictional setting with real-life learned lessons, illuminating how each of us may find and recognize our beautiful gems within many personal journeys of our life. Her 30-day gratitude joy pocket journal and 30-day daily self-care accountability logbook are designed to help and facilitate everyone in their journey to living their best life every day. Holly is also one of our featured expert contributors to our February Inspirations for Better Living magazine. So please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com to read her inspiring and empowering Nurturing Our Families Should Include Nurturing Ourselves story in the Mama's Me Time section. As for our kitchen table conversation this morning, Holly and I are having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and her inspiring view on women empowerment as we celebrate Women's History Month and International Women's Day. Holly, please tell us about the Voyage book and its approach to walking someone through their journey of self-discovery. Well, I believe that life gives us repeating situations Mm -hmm. until we learn that lesson that that situation, that repeating situation is trained to teach us, right? Have you ever noticed that for yourself? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely did. And within those repeating situations, we will find the gems which help us, will then help us move forward. And so this book, The Voyage, uh, Finding the Beautiful Gems of My Being, focuses on that process. It walks people through what a repeating, you know, through um, an imaginary character and how that character learned from that repeating experience and found the gems within themselves, within that experience, and was able to then see the experiences differently, okay? So that's what that book um, is about, yeah. It's a beautiful book. The artwork is phenomenal. Please tell us a little bit about the illustrator. The illustrator is one of my beautiful adult daughters, <laughs> and um, yeah, I know. So we kind of did it as a teamwork, and uh, it was it was pretty awesome. And she is a phenomenal artist. She graduated uh, from ASU in in painting and art and painting, and so that is literally what she loves to do. So it was wonderful to have her illustrate this book. Yeah. So she haven't sent you the royalty bill yet, has she? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? No, I'm just kidding. I know. I'm just kidding, too. Uh, it's like, well, honey, yeah. you know, do you remember the time from 1 to 18? And then when you went to college, <laughs> we're going to have to deduct that first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I would definitely give her anything that... She deserves. Yeah. She did excellent work. The artwork is just phenomenal. It's first class. I mean, it's beyond first class, to be honest with you. It really adds so much warmth to the book. And it makes you want to turn a page and see what's up. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I love that. I can't wait to tell her that you said that. 
That would be very exciting for her to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Why is reflection questions essential in our growth? So in the back of that book, um, and also in my self-care accountability logbook, there's also the version where there's daily reflection questions. So I use that as a tool because when we reflect and observe, it allows us to change and alter things. So we cannot change what is not in our awareness. And reflection allows us the possibility for that growth. Reflection allows us to step into self-empowerment. It is a powerful tool. Very, very interesting. Very true. How does gratitude fit into the equation? Well, gratitude um, has been proven, actually, um, by psychologists and and um, many in those fields that gratitude can help rewire the brain to look for the good, the positive, the happy, um, be and joyful in the moment. My thoughts on this is gratitude takes us out of victim mentality and shifts us into an abundant mentality. So when we are focusing daily on what we are grateful for and the joy in those each each of those gratitudes, that's why I mm-hmm. call it a gratitude joy journal because it's not just about gratitude, it's about what am I joyful about that I'm so grateful for, right? And so mm-hmm. gratitude literally puts us in a whole different kind of energy, a whole different kind of energy. You're right. So it's about saying what's good in life today. Yes. It helps you focus on what's good. Right. And a lot of people are so focused on the negative, the downside, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. gratitude can help turn that around and help you focus on the upside of life, right? It can mm-hmm. help you find the positives when you think there are none. Mm-hmm. But really, there can be a positive in any kind of situation. Even some of the traumatic events that I went through, there are I can look back and say, okay, but I learned this and this and this from this situation. So there are positives that I can glean out of even the trauma, right? Right. Right. Okay, so it it gives you a whole different perspective if you can embrace that habit, that mm-hmm. new, you know, creating that new habit, right? Right. The beauty of it, I look at in your gratitude joy book, is this this pocket journal reminds me of the time like when you were full blown mommy, right, and being involved right. with all the different organizations. As you were trying to build the courage within, what happened was it helps you to focus on others. So technically speaking, oh, I'm so happy I helped Joyce did this. I'm so happy I helped Mark did that. You know what I'm talking about? It helps to cheer you up inevitably. And then there you go. Monday is gone. (laughs) Looking forward to Tuesday kind of thing. Exactly. If I would have had that tool back then, I think it could have really helped me shift out of Mm -hmm. a lot of depression, you know, because that was one of the huge challenges in in motherhood was there was a lot of depression. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, I went from, right, I went from unhealed trauma right into motherhood, and so all that stuff is still within me. So there was a lot of sadness that I mm-hmm. never understood, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I would have had this tool way back even then, right, I think that could have helped me a lot. And so I created this this gratitude joy journal to help other people to focus on their joys every day, no matter all of the all of the stuff they may be going through, because I know there's a lot of stuff that people are going through. You know, I mean, yeah. I just look at mine and think, oh my goodness, I know <laughs> other people are going through some of these same things. How can I help them? Right? What would have helped me and what is helping me now? Okay, writing down some gratitude and joys every single day. So mm-hmm. it, it brings my, my focus to the forefront in, in that energy, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, that can definitely help. It has literally um, changed my world. It has changed my world because I yeah. use it every day. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't even let's see. I'm not sure if let, let's see if I can find it here. Um, what number I'm actually on? I literally do this every day. I I work in my own book. Mm-hmm. Um, I use all my own products. I use my own. Um, Self-care, accountability logbook, and and reflection journal. I use my own gratitude joy journal. Okay, here it is. I'm on gratitude day. Today is gratitude day 1,228. I have been doing it for 1,228 days consecutively. That's phenomenal. That is why. Yes, <laughs> that is why it has changed my world. It has rewired my brain. To right. focus on the good, the positive, right. the right. lovely, the joy. The beauty of the journal, I mean, obviously it's be- beautifully crafted. I love it. Is that you can carry it as that reminder. To me, that's yes. important. For me personally, what I do is that I am mindful enough, and I can't really actually remember when I started this, to be honest with you. But every night when I go to sleep, just before I close my eyes and doze off, I, what you call it, recall and saying. Thank you for this, 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 that this happened today. And all the way from a silly thing, one may consider it silly, but thank you, God, for having me get the very last pizza sauce from the deli. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> it can be the be simplest, silliest thing. Yeah, yeah. You it's don't whatever have to makes no... you happy or joyful that day. Precisely. That you're grateful for. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, some days, if you're doing this every day, some days it could you could be like, oh, I don't know if there's anything I'm grateful for today, but really, if you sit and think about it, there you go. Some of those yeah. smallest things, smallest things, right. all right, right. can right. be right. can be those joys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of it. Don't look at like something big, spectacular. That will that will happen as well. I mean, depending on what you have on your day's agenda, so to speak. Just pulling up at Walmart and finding that parking spot right in front of the door. <laughs> Exactly. I know that that's an awesome thing that could go in your daily, you know, and the gratitude that day or joy that day. Absolutely. Why do we need, I know we talk about this and you mentioned this and I know each of us have different kind of uh, approach to things, but why do we need a daily self-care accountability lockbook? Well, I created that to assist individuals in caring for their own well-being. 
So mm-hmm. many, many people forget about that self-care in mm-hmm. the process of living their lives and all the stuff that's going on and caring for others, right? So mm-hmm. the accountability mm-hmm. logbook encourages you to show up for yourself and be accountable to yourself because you can really empty yourself if you're not careful without refilling yourself mm-hmm. up, right? So mm-hmm. there, and there are a lot of people with trauma or people pleasers or perfectionists that simply forget about their own care. So this is, this is that, this is showing up for yourself and being accountable to yourself. And, right. and in that, and in that self care, I list all the things, all the most important areas in which you need to show up for yourself. I did a lot of research, not just what was, important mm-hmm. to me to show up for for me, but I did mm-hmm. a lot of research of what all the greats were doing to keep themselves healthy. And so I included all those areas. I mean, I did a lot of research to make sure I was covering every area so that it could be widespread for everybody and you can make it into your own, right? Right, right. Yeah. What you cover is very detailed. I mean, you're talking about all the way here from supplements, vitamins, you don't have to be spiritual, but everybody needs a little nice dosage of supplements, right? And then all the way to fitness, right. uh, physical fitness, that is, and deep breathing in terms of stretching and those kind of things. And obviously, for people that are into spirituality, that helps in terms of coming to mind and so forth. And then you have the sort of a natural green space to kind of connect with the environment that you're in. And then the funny thing about life, I mean, I'm having a tough time with it because I've got so much stuff on my plate is to find at least six hours of good, deep sleep. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. I I have everything in there. Even what is your water intake, you know, mm-hmm. so that you're mm-hmm. not dehydrated. I mean, you know, I mean, I have covered everything, and you can use everything in each row, or you can pick the things that um, relate to you and or or make, make it relate to you, right? In whatever yeah. you way you, right? So right. I've covered it all. So basically, and I use that every day. I order my own books. I order the <laughs> 90 days, the 90 uh-huh. days version. And I literally use that every day because I know I have a tendency, right? I know my tendencies. And so in order for me not to fall back into those old tendencies, I keep an accountability of myself every day. So I think it says a lot about a person if they use their own product. So true. I'm very true. And what's interesting about it, I'm so glad that you put it down, like say from 30 days to 90 days, whether it's a gratitude, joy book, pocket journal, or the daily self-care. What I'm looking at right here is this. It's like it's so easy for our mind to change course. Right, because we're in yeah, somewhat yeah. denial stage in a way. I'll get it tomorrow, but tomorrow never comes. And exactly. like you mentioned, you did a lot of research. Well, nothing is a program unless it's on paper because you're committed right. to it. And so what your exactly. book is saying. It's accountability. There you go. There you go. Yep. So that makes a big difference. So coming back to the beautiful gem within us. What's your definition of the beautiful gem within you? Um, the gem is myself. It is my soul. 
It is my authenticity. It is Mm -hmm. that connection to myself. It is loving, accepting myself completely. It is validating myself completely. And, and then because, and when, when I did that, I realized that I could be more to people in a different way. So when I believe 100%, when we love ourselves completely first, Mm -hmm. then we, the love that we give to other people comes out in a whole different way. There's no resentment. There's absolute, because then you're not saying, you're not giving all your love away. You're keeping some of it for yourself. And you're saying, I love you, Holly, just as much as I love that person, right? Mm -hmm. If you're Mm -hmm. a Bible believer, even in the Bible, it says, love thy neighbor as thyself. How can you love your neighbor a certain way if you don't love yourself that way, right? So that's right. right. whatever your belief is, like, you know, I mean, that could be like, oh, um, self-love, right? I'm like, Mm -hmm. but really, even the Bible talks about it. Come on. So it all boils down to understanding that you are that gem. You, right? Mm -hmm. And because a lot of people do not love themselves. We are, I think it's a pandemic of people that, that, that are hurting for that love. They, they give all their love away and they don't give any of it to themselves, right? They forget about mm-hmm. themselves. And that is self-betrayal. That is self-disrespect. And when we learn to embrace ourselves, then we love in a whole different way. Our kindness comes out absolutely pure, right? Because it's, we're coming then from a mm-hmm. full, a filled up person, right? Rather mm-hmm. than an empty person, okay? And so then, whoo, it's like this light that just can't be contained and that mm-hmm. love and that joy and that, and, and that kindness just expands out of you and reaches everyone around you. And that's the way I feel now, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the last year, I, I, I feel that more than I ever have in my whole life. And because mm-hmm. of that, it has made me the happiest I've been in my whole life consistently. And I'm not saying, I'm not talking about, say, the joy, the happy, joyful moments, like when my babies were born or stuff like that. I'm talking about a consistency of happiness and joy every day mm-hmm. because that comes mm-hmm. from a very deep, deep place about having connected fully and loving myself fully, right? Mm-hmm. Trusting myself, um, listening to my inner guidance system that, that allows me to follow my dreams. You know, it's that true connection with yourself and truly embracing and loving yourself, that precious you. That is the gem in you, to in each of us. Right, right. So true. That's beautiful. Do you have any advice yeah. on the best and easiest way to start a self-care journey? Yeah. So let's see. Um, I would say, first off, self-nurturing. Self-nurturing is like the most important way to start a self-care journey. So self-examine. Okay, This may be hard for people, but ask yourself in each situation that you're in, 
if what you are doing is self-nurturing in everything you do. If not, you find a way to shift it out of your life or to get help, right, or to see it differently, okay? Because self-nurturing is, is, is going to be part of your self-care. It's going to be part of your happiness, okay? Um, another part of that is to, like I said before, is to keep some of your love for yourself. Don't give it all away. You need some of that to stay filled up, okay? Your subconsciously, you want that love that you're giving to everyone else. And if you're always giving it away, you're going to feel some resentment to explode or build up one day, right? So keeping some of that love for yourself and nurturing yourself is self-care. So self-care is self-love, all right? It's so important. Mm -hmm. um, I would suggest um, keeping track of your self-care and be accountable for, to yourself. Be accountable to yourself. And that includes doing some self-care, even if it's little things. Like if you look on my list, my daily list in that book, um, just if you can't do all of that list, well, pick a few. And then you're at least taking care of yourself in a little way every day. And then that will help you to not experience a massive self-destruction, right? Because then you're at least trying to take care of yourself every day, okay? You're being accountable to yourself. Right. So those right. would be the ways that I would suggest to start that self-care journey. Beautiful. I'm looking at Thanks. the daily self-care accountability. Let's see here, there are 11. Yes, 11. And so there are 11 suggestions right here for people to check off. But to start off, just talk about vitamin supplements. That's it. Because once you start taking something like that, you start feeling good, and then you're up for the next step. So don't try to do all 11 <laughs> in one day. Right, Not that right, we're discouraging right, you, right. don't get me wrong, but we want you to, at the exactly. very least, which one is going to make the greatest impact? If I'm like super sleepy, this kind of thing, well, just take some vitamins because you probably lack some nutrients. Right, or maybe you're not getting enough water each day, or, or maybe you, you want to go on a ten or fifteen minute walk each day, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe mm -hmm. you, or maybe you want to separate um, yourself for ten minutes and give yourself some quiet time for ten minutes a day. Any right. little thing towards helping yourself, providing that self nurturing, is so valuable. I cannot express right. that enough right. to, for the re to recharge your battery. Right. And only you can be in charge of that, right? Only you Precisely. can be over your self-care. Yeah. Right. So true. Where can someone go to buy your books, get more information about your services, and keep up with your latest happenings? So the two biggest places would be, one, my website, and that is joyfulnavigations.com, J-O-Y-F-U-L, N-A-V-I-G-A-T-I-N-I-O-N-S.com, okay? That's all one word, joyfulnavigations.com. You can get, you can click on any, I have all the visuals of my books there. You can click on any of them and it'll take you to an order site, okay? Um, and then my, the other huge place that people can connect with me is on my uh, 7.9 million follower page on Facebook. 
Um, and that is Positive Quotes with author Holly M.R. Dickinson, okay? Within that page, I also have two groups. Within the groups, I do a daily, a daily um, uh, gratitude, right? So I share my gratitude every day. And it's the prompt for other people that want to participate who can write down their daily gratitude in that prompt. And so over the last three years that I've been doing this, there are a handful of people that do this with me every day and who Mm -hmm. it has changed their world. So those are the probably the four biggest places you can connect with me is my website, joyfulnavigations.com. My Facebook page, uh, Author Holly, and then looking at that page, you'll be able to find my two groups that are um, connected to that page on Facebook. Wonderful. So here's a very interesting question. I know you touched on this a little bit. How did you become a mass influencer with over 8 million followers on social media? I know, that's like the million-dollar question, isn't it? (laughs) Everybody wants to know that. And I never give them the answer they want. Because really, I know, but I'm going to give you the answers I pretty much give everybody. Uh Because it's it's reality. It's Okay, Mm -hmm. so first, I learned the skills from a social media influencer, mentor, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. She herself had like 2 million followers. Mm-hmm. And so she helped me learn the basics, right? And mm-hmm. and the process. We separated ways and after and then I went through this metamorphosis, okay? And when I went through my full metamorphosis, I'm telling you my energy <laughs> changed, my vibe changed, and I trans I mean, I literally went from victim mentality into mm-hmm. abundance mentality. And when that happened, when, it was a choice. It was an absolute choice that I made. When I made that choice, I um, transformed my page, my Facebook mm-hmm. page. Mm-hmm. And whatever I did, I tell you, it literally it attracted the masses, that new mm-hmm. energy, that new vibe. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's why I say to people that you cannot fill your highest dream in victim mentality. Success in any area requires an abundance mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so shifting that energy is key. And so really the answer to your question, it wasn't a technical thing. It was, it was a energy vibe thing. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. with the skills, I had the basic skills because I had that mentor, right? And then, but then, when I changed, I changed the 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 whole look of my page. I changed the kind of quotes I put on there. Changed the whole energy, okay? And mm-hmm. whatever that that did it. That I don't know. That just did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. That's really wonderful. What? It's next to you. What is next for me? Awesome. Okay. So what I do, I continue every week. I do a broadcast, a global broadcast every week. And so I will continue that. I love doing that. It connects me globally with people and helping them be their joyful guide. 
Um, next, I'm working on a chapter book for your greatest mother book, or a chapter to go in your greatest mother book, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm co-authoring a healthy relationship book with my husband of 30 years in May. We are working on a book together to help people. We're doing a him and her, um, him and her outlook on the same questions. It's going to be magnificent. Um, I'm working on a book to help people understand joy and how mm-hmm. to create their own joy and happiness in their life. And I'm also, I've also written a children's dragon book that focuses on kindness. And I'm working with my editor now on that. I have pretty much. Let's see, one, two, three. I have four writing projects going right now. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Plus, I do my weekly broadcast also, and that is my weekly way to just really connect with the hearts of people and really help them in the world. The beauty of it, though, when you look at it, you are who you are, because back then you are that Energizer Bunny. Back then you are the superwoman. So what happened was, Within that context way back then, there was something missing within you. Now, all of a sudden, when you look in the mirror, gone are all the other images, family and group and so forth, is all just me, myself and I. That's it. (laughs) Right, right. So that's beautiful. Right. Really, really beautiful. Thank you. As we come close to the end of the hour since our show is about people family and living life would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning i would love that i would love that um i would say there's three main parts one Mm -hmm. develop a loving most important develop a loving relationship with yourself okay i believe that kindness begins within me to me Mm-hmm. And then everyone else from there. So it starts as that seed within you. And when you can nurture that seed of kindness within yourself, that includes loving self-talk, etc., the way you treat yourself, boundaries with other people, boundaries that help you. So because you cannot give what you don't have, right? So if you mm-hmm. if you don't have that kindness within, right, then how can you give that kindness without resentment? to others, okay? So loving, develop a loving relationship with yourself. Number two, every day upon waking, give yourself a big hug. I'm not kidding. This is so powerful. It has changed my world. And tell yourself that you love you by name. Holly, I love you. In a hug and feel it. Really feel it. It changes your world if you do that every single day. Number three, Create a daily gratitude practice, right? And in that process, surround yourself with people, places, and activities that are full of joy to you. That matters. If you're living a life of drudgery, then it's, then it's time to start shifting the people you're around, the places that you're in, the activities you're involved in and start creating your own world of joy. And it is possible. I am proof. I am proof, okay? And I think the most important thing that I want people to know is that they can get to the other side of whatever they're going through, whatever you're gone through or going through. Because, And I've proved that to myself. I am 
a successful example for you from the most horrid traumas to now this empowered woman, right, that is helping empower other people around the world. So it is possible. Uh, I had to, you know, I reached out and I sought a trauma doctor that, that, folk, that had skills and training in CPTSD and PTSD and trauma. And I was able to work with that trauma doctor for five years to get it all dealt with, okay? And to start thriving instead of just surviving, okay? And that really helped me. So being proactive in your own self-care, that was, that was the biggest thing I could have ever done for myself, right? Is, is finding help to heal myself, okay? So if you need any kind of healing, find someone to help you to work through it because there is another side to whatever you are going through. And I, I can say that I'm proof for you. I am a positive example that it can happen. And I want people to feel that there is hope. I want them to be hopeful. Yeah. Wonderful. Holly, thank you for the excellent recipes for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me in two weeks, Wednesday morning, March 22nd at 10 a.m. Central Time U.S. My guest will be Amy Newmark, the publisher and editor-in-chief for Chicken Soup for the Soul. Amy and I will be having a conversation about their latest release, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life, 101 Stories of Epiphanies and Wise words. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a blessed week. Holly, it has been a true pleasure, ma'am. Thank you again and have a very delightful and blessed week. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been a joy and a pleasure and a blast. I just have loved getting to know you. <laughs> and thank you for letting me contribute to your magazine last month. That was also a joy. Thank you so, so much. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.